Welcome to another inspirational teaching by Pastor Shannon Neiman, pastor of Abundant Living Faith Center. Tonight we're going to conclude our teaching on the life of a dreamer. I'll take a moment to kind of catch you up. The foundation verse for this study is Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 in the Message Bible. It says, God can do anything. God can do anything far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. God can do anything. God can not only just do anything in your life, he can do anything through your life. He created you and called you to bring to pass the manifestation of a specific purpose. God created each and every one of us to be dreamers. In fact, I believe that God is the creator of dreams and he uses them to bring revelation to our lives. He uses them to reveal things to us and he uses them to draw us towards his divine purpose for our lives. Over the last few weeks, we've studied different dreamers in the Bible. We've gone on a journey where we talked about how to recognize or take ownership of what your individual dream is. And then last week, we began talking about the characteristics of successful dreamers. Now, I know a lot of dreamers and some of them are just dreamers whose ideas remain in the sky and then I know people who actually are walking out and living the reality of the dream that God placed in the heart in their heart so we're talking about the characteristics of successful dreamers last week we talked about three of those characteristics number 1 successful dreamers have a vision or a picture of their dream. Number two, successful dreamers are doers. They are willing to work and they have a good attitude about it. They have the God kind of attitude about their work. And number three, successful dreamers don't question God. They trust God. How many of you are sure tonight that God knows more than you know? The Bible says that God knows the end from the beginning. It says for us to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and to lean not on our own understanding. The good news is is that when I choose to trust in the Lord, it's a good choice because he is a good God who does good and only gives good to our lives. Amen? So tonight we're going to continue talking about the characteristics of successful dreamers. The fourth characteristic of successful dreamers is that successful dreamers walk the walk Listen, and talk you, you, you've got to the do talk. What you feel is best and right. They walk you the know, walk you know, and they talk the talk. And what you know, does that mean? We appreciate you. At the end of the day, the manifestation of your dream will only happen 
if you are living by faith. If you are living by faith, if you come to this church, then you know the definition of faith. What is faith? Faith is your believing and your speaking. What are you believing and what are you speaking? If you want to see your dream become a reality, then you better be speaking your dream into existence. If you're struggling to believe that your dream can become a reality, if your faith is weak, then you've got to be speaking life over your dream. The Bible says in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That word, when you study that out in the original translation, it actually says faith comes by hearing and hearing the spoken word of God. How do I increase my faith to bring about the manifestation of my dream? I speak the life of God's word over my dream. When an obstacle begins to rise and it seems like it is a roadblock standing between me and the dream, I begin to declare that God's word says he will give me the desires of my heart, that God's word says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Now the weapon may be staring me in the face and I may be struggling to believe that the weapon is going to go away, but it is my job to declare the word even when my Faith is struggling because my faith increases the more and more I speak it. Amen. So successful dreamers are walking the walk. They are walking the walk of faith and they are talking the talk of faith. Amen. Okay. Dreamers are hope dealers. You see, people who are walking the walk and living by faith, they can't help but speak the language of hope. You see, successful dreamers are not moved by what they see. They're not afraid of closed doors. In fact, they recognize that sometimes they got to be willing to knock the door down. Successful dreamers that are living by faith are speakers of life. They recognize that they have power in their words and that they can use their words as a tool to launch their dreams. They are walking the walk and they are talking the talk. In Numbers chapter 13, we see the very famous story of Joshua and Caleb. Huh? And it begins in verse 1. It says, And the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, Send the men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel from each tribe of their fathers. You shall send a man, every one of them a leader among you. As we go down into the story, we know that Moses sent the men. And the men come back to give a report. We pick up in verse 27. It says, then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. 
Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and they are very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south and the Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. You see what's happening here. The men are beginning to give the report and they say, Say, oh yeah, it's a great land, but listen, it's we've got some issues. There are giants in the land. They are big and they are strong. The city is well protected. There are people everywhere. And then we go to verse 30. Caleb rises up. And Caleb quiets the people before Moses. And he says, let us go up at once. And take possession, for we are well able to overcome. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than us. You see, a group of men went in, and some of them perceived the promised land as an impossible thing to partake. But Caleb and Joshua, they saw the same things, but they saw it through the eyes of faith. And they were walking the walk. They were talking the talk. They looked at the same giants. They looked at the same armies. They saw the same city, but what they did not do was process the situation through who they were as men. Instead, they processed the situation through what they knew they could accomplish with God on their side. You see, successful dreamers process things from an understanding of believing and speaking and knowing that God is walking with them. Like you go... You see, my family, the realization uh, of your dream comes down to how you view uh, your promised land. I don't know his name, but I mean, will you view your promised land? Big star. From a perspective that lacks faith, or will you view your promised land from a perspective that is full of faith and declares the promises of God? View your dream from a position. We'll of see. walking a lot the of good walk free agents, man. and talking George, the talk. I mean, uh, Number five, successful uh, dreamers LeBron. reject like fear. I just can't so much about pursuing your dreams comes down to taking the very first step. Just and there's many of you that can relate to what it's like to take the first step. The first step in opening your own business, the first step in agreeing to buy a home, the first step in taking on a bigger job with more responsibility, the first step to becoming a mom or a dad, the first step can be scary. And there are lots of people that never realize their dreams because they never take the first step because they are afraid of failing. And I was thinking about this today, and I began to think about when my little boy Grayson first started to walk. 
Many of you are parents here. You've been around a child and you can tell when they're going to start walking. They start to pull themselves up. And most of the time before they can even get up, they're right back down on the floor. And they do that for a little bit and pretty soon they get a little bit better at standing up and the standing up lasts for about 1.2 seconds and they drop back down to the floor. And they never give up. They just keep trying over and over. And most often they fall and they fall and they fall and they fall and pretty soon they start to take one step and then they fall and then it's two steps and then they fall and then it's three steps and then they fall and they just keep falling but they just keep getting back up. You see, successful dreamers are not afraid to fall. They're not afraid to fail. They're not afraid at all. They just keep getting up. They just keep getting better. They just keep trying. They just keep learning. They just keep rising to the occasion until one day they can't even remember the first step because they are full on walking and then running because it is their natural ability to do so. You see, children keep getting back up. Why? Because God created them with the ability to walk. In the same way that he created children with the ability to walk, God created you with the ability to successfully live out your dreams. You see, it's okay to fail sometimes. It's okay to fall down sometimes as long as you are determined to get back up. Amen. Amen. You see, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 says, God has not given you a spirit of fear. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. If you're afraid to take the first step, then hear what I'm saying to you tonight. That fear is not from God. That fear is from the enemy. And you need to draw the line in the sand and reject the fear and rise up and take the first step. Amen. And when you fall down, rise up again and take the step again until you get so good at the first step that you're ready for the second. Amen. Successful dreamers reject fear. They stand in the confidence that God has not given them the spirit of fear, but instead he has given them a spirit of power, of love, and a sound mind. That word power means that God has given you the spirit of ability. He has given you the spirit of capability. He did not give you fear. He calls you able. He did not give you fear. He calls you capable. So reject the fear and begin to walk towards your dreams. Number six. The sixth characteristic of successful dreamers is this. 
Successful dreamers do life with other dreamers. Proverbs 12, verse 26 says, The righteous choose their friends carefully. Proverbs 27, 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. My family, God created you to do life with other people. But he also gave you the ability to choose who you do life with. You see, a funny, thing's ha a funny thing happens. We tend to become a lot like the people that we hang around with. And if we spend a lot of time with people before we know it, our lives begin to head in the same direction. So what does that tell you? Make sure that you're picking good people to do life with. And if by chance you're here tonight and you're doing life, with a person who is not a dreamer, a person who is not a believer, then it is your time to make the decision to stop doing life at that level with them. You see, it's one thing to minister to people. It's one thing to be a hope dealer for other people's. It's one thing to help people, but it's another to allow your life to be influenced by negative people. It's another thing to lend your ear to the kind of people that are dream crushers instead of believers. It is your choice. It is your responsibility to find the kind of friends that make you better. To find other people who are determined to walk out the dream that God has for their life. And if I take that phrase a step further, then as I study the Bible, I have to recognize that if I choose my friends carefully, then my very best friend should be Jesus. Amen. And I must do life with Jesus. Amen. Look, if you want your dreams to become a reality, then you got to make up your mind that you're not going to give the enemy more attention than he deserves. Look, a lot of Christians spend a whole lot more time talking about the enemy than we read about in the Bible. <laughs> you see, there is a real simple picture of the enemy in the Bible. He's a guy who rose up to challenge Jesus, and Jesus beat him and conquered him. And if you said yes to Jesus, then you have the power to overcome him. Don't lend your ear to him. Don't pay attention to him. Decide to be friends with Jesus. You see, when I read about Jesus and the enemy in the Bible, Jesus doesn't give the enemy any grace. You see, when the enemy shows up and tries to talk to Jesus, Jesus' response is very clear. He responds by speaking to him the truth. He looks at the enemy and he speaks the truth back to him. And then he tells him, look, I've reminded you of your place. Now go away. I'm always cold, but yeah, it's okay. 
What he doesn't do is he doesn't reason with the enemy. He doesn't plead with the enemy. He doesn't beg the enemy. He reminds the enemy of exactly who he is, and then he tells him to go away. Don't let the enemy be a voice in your life. Let Jesus and other Jesus-believing dreamers be the voices in your life. Amen? Number seven. The seventh characteristic of successful dreamers is this. Successful dreamers measure success differently. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. You see, successful dreamers focus on the right things. They don't measure success by accolades. They don't measure success by recognition. They don't measure it by title or wealth. They measure their success in terms of what they are accomplishing in their pursuit of what God called them to do. Ephesians 1 verse 18 in the Message Bible. I love this verse. I recently read it in the Message Bible. It says, I ask. I ask the God of our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning in knowing him personally. Your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what it is he is calling you to do. You see, success in my life and success in your life do not look the same. And they are not supposed to look the same because the destiny and the calling on my life is unique and different from the destiny and the calling on yours. See, your life's accomplishment is measured in your pursuit and in your walk and in your manifestation of your unique destiny, your unique dream. I remind you of Jeremiah 1 verse 5. It says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you. You see, God writes a plan for your life. He creates a destiny for your life, and then he speaks and forms you and calls you into existence for the specific purpose of manifesting that plan. So the success of your life is measured in what you do to bring about the unique calling to manifest the giftings and the talents to pursue the unique destiny to walk out the holy plan that God wrote for you. You see, successful dreamers measure their success differently than the world. They recognize that God never called you to be famous. God called you to be faithful 
over who he made you to be. He didn't call you to be faithful over your husband's destiny, over your children's destiny, over your friend's destiny, over your cousin's destiny. He calls you to be faithful over who he made you to be. We live and we breathe and we work for him. And our job is to work to become all that he created us to be. The Bible says that you will know them by their fruits. Not by their fame. Not by their name. Not by what they have. Not by what they own. Not by titles. You will know them by the fruit of their life. Number eight. The eight characteristic of successful dreamers is this. Successful dreamers never despise the small. They never despise the small. Job 8 verse 7 says, and though you started with little, you will end up with much. You see, the beginning of your dream may be super, super small. It may be a simple step. It may be as elementary as signing up for a class to learn something new. It may even be hard to recognize. Maybe the beginning of your dream is so small that you're having a hard time connecting the open door in front of you to the dream that is in your heart. But you see, your job is not to question the starting point. Your job is not to question where you stand right now. Zechariah 4 verse 10 says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Your job is to be faithful over the little as God works to bring to pass and to develop and to create your much. Your job is to be faithful in the little. You see, whatever God has placed in your hand, whatever point you stand in, whatever dream is in your heart, all you have to do is pursue it with all of your might and give it everything you have. You see, when I picture faithfulness, faithfulness is a person who is willing to show up and give everything they have and do it to the best of their ability, wherever you stand, whatever is in your hand, do not despise the start or the small beginning. Just do it with all of your heart and be faithful as God works on your behalf to get you to the big. You see, the enemy rises up and he tries to get you to be discouraged. He tries to get you to buy into the lies of insignificance. 
But the Bible warns us not to give in, not to despise the starting point, but to keep your eyes on the God who can do anything. The God who can take the most significant and create something that is far more than you could ever ask, imagine, or request in your wildest dreams. Be faithful and be patient as you walk with God towards the manifestation of your dream. And the last characteristic of successful dreamers is this. Successful dreamers always desire more. Though you may stand in a small beginning, your heart should be believing for more. You see, the heart of a dreamer always expects more. A successful dreamer is not easily pleased. They always pursue the bigger and the better. Successful dreamers are grateful for what God has done, but they are open vessels to walk towards the bigger and the better. They say, oh God, I thank you for what you've given me, but now I am ready to go from glory to glory, victory to victory. My dreams continue to expand and grow. I am believing for more. The Bible says that even old men will dream dreams. Your life, all the days of your life, are to be lived with a dream in your heart. You should always desire more. You should always believe and pursue for more. The reality is this. You can never outdream your God. You do not have the ability to outdream your God because God can do anything more than you could ever imagine, dream, or request in your wildest dreams. You cannot outdream God. He wants you to want more. He wants you to believe for more. As I was studying this afternoon, I was reminded of a part in 1 Chronicles chapter 4. It's known around the world as the prayer of Jabez. 1 Chronicles 4 verse 10, it says, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed, and that you would enlarge my territory. That your hand would be with me so that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Some of you are sitting in a position. And God brought you here for this very moment so that you could be challenged because you've listened to what I've said and you're living what you believe is the dream that God created for your life. But it is time for you to say, God, bless me. Enlarge my territory. Increase my 
dream. Help me to think bigger. Help me to grow more. Help me to do more. I'm thankful for what you've done, but God, enlarge my territory. Give me more. Bless me. And while you're at it, God, protect me from the people who would rise up to try to fight me. Protect me from the enemy, God. But I believe that you are the God who is more than enough. You are the God who can do anything. So God, enlarge my territory. Give me a bigger dream. If you don't have a dream, then your territory is to get a dream. God, give me a dream. If you have a dream, then God, enlarge my territory and bless me and protect me. And God surely will. Amen. You see, if you have a faith to believe that your God is the God who can do anything. And if you are willing to be the dreamer who says, God, I will walk the walk, I will talk the talk, I will kick the doors down, I will use my voice to speak life to the place that you are calling me to. I will choose to not question you. Instead, I will place my trust in you because I believe that wherever you are calling me to, you surely designed me and created me and equipped me to get there. And I am not afraid God because I do not have a spirit of fear no I have a spirit of power which says that I am capable and I am able so my dream is getting bigger my territory is growing you are enlarging and expanding me and I will be the vessel to bring that dream to pass amen amen did you learn some things tonight Amen. Would you stand with me? Look, we're, we're early. I want to take a moment. We're eight minutes early. Amen. And we're early on purpose. Because I think that there's some of you that you've come in here tonight. And you have had so many doors closed in your life, you have had so many people speak doubt and negativity over you. You have lost the ability to even think about dreaming. You are just living to survive. And this I know as I study God's word, I know. That God did not create you just to live a get-by life. He didn't call you to survive. He called you to thrive. Amen. He created. Now listen to the power of what it says in Jeremiah. God didn't just create a bunch of random people. He created a holy plan for you and then he shaped you and he formed you and he spoke you into existence. 
before he even planted you in his mother's in your mother's womb he had a dream and a destiny for you so you cannot believe that your life is about simply getting by god has more for you and maybe you're here today and your spirits are crushed if that's you then i want to pray for you i believe that even as we pray tonight that god is just gonna come alive in your spirit that whatever is closed you off is going to kind of be removed and you're going to be able to walk out of here with a fresh perspective and the ability to start dreaming again. If that's you and you would like for me to pray with you, would you just slip your hand up? I see those hands, hands all over the place. Would you guys just gather around these people? Father, I just thank you tonight that you are the creator of dreams. That each and every one of these people were shaped and called and formed for a magnificent destiny. That they are not here by accident. And Father, tonight I am just declaring your healing power over their lives. May fresh hope begin to rise up on the inside of them. May new value begin to come alive on the inside of them. God, move in their thoughts and in their spirit. Renew them to be able to see a future again. Father, help them to rise up and take the first step. We break the power of fear over their lives and we call them to a life of faith, a life of walking the walk and talking the talk. We call them to that and we recognize the power of what that will do in their lives. In Jesus' name. Now, with every head bowed and every eye closed. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed today's message. For information on teaching material or questions about our church, please visit us at alfc.com.